So many of us feel stuck right where we are. We feel like we just can't get past this point in ourselves, this point in our life. Well, today we're going to talk about the secret to getting unstuck and what you can do to get to exactly where you want to go. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks. I'm your host, Mindful Muslima, and this is a podcast where we talk about all kinds of life things. We talk about love, relationship, parenting, um, homeschooling, uh, life hacks, organization, you name it, we talk about it. Now, mostly lately, we've been talking about love because you guys have been requesting it. I've just been getting so many messages about it, and now, right now, we're currently supporting um, men and women. Usually, we support kind of only women, but because we just launched our um, free masterclass, and we have it out there and all the things you guys wanted to know about how to avoid pain how to gain clarity and how to gain confidence around um, finding a spouse so we have that one currently open i'll link it below thank you so much for you guys just hundreds and hundreds of you have been joining us and it's been so good just in the past day or so i can't believe how many of you have been there thank you so much for joining and i hope to see you in the next class if you guys want to join you can see the registration link below see you there. So today we're going to be talking about how to get unstuck. Sometimes you feel like you're just, I don't know, you're in a place you just can't get past it. There's a secret to it and it's something I learned. There was a point where I actually was really stuck. I was actually in a place that was pretty, pretty deep and dark. You guys can hear about it in previous podcasts that I put on different types of depression that I had long time ago before I understood certain things about Ardeen. And, you know, that's what this whole podcast is. It's about sharing your stories, our stories as women, as we're growing and thriving. And like I said, right now we're supporting men currently too, so I don't want to leave them out. So today we're going to talk about how to get unstuck. And what I love about this, I'm going to start with a quote that I'm probably going to put on IG maybe in the next day or two. You'll see it there. The ancestor of every action is a thought. And that's by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And if you look around you right now, I mean literally right now while you're listening to this, wherever you are, I want you just to notice where you are, what you're wearing, where you're sitting, or where, what you're standing on, any object, anything around you, any structure at all. I mean, for, for me, here's what I see. I'm looking at my, my, uh, my laptop with a smudge on it, or I have um, my kids over in the corner playing with uh, some toys, and I'm looking at my, uh, my water boiling because I'm, I'm making some tea. And there's a good chance that we're both sitting in places that have a lot of modern appliances. Maybe we have um, TVs, or we have laptops, or we have, um, you know, what do you call that, Keurigs, and all those types of things. And... Every single thing around us, every single thing that exists, whether it's from like the way our banister is shaped or our car outside is, for, is um, designed or maybe just different things in our cabinet, everything that man has created, right, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's wisdom and great mercy began with a thought. Everything began with a thought. All these great things that we have done in technology, all we have done in, in terms of just, you know, furthering ourselves as humanity, they've all begun with the same thing, a thought. And a lot of times people have been told in the past, you know, year after year, especially in history, that they could not accomplish something. 
and then they prove the entire world wrong. Let's look at huge things like electricity or going to the moon or I mean like those people were completely made fun of. They felt like complete maybe losers at the time flying planes for the first time. You can't get a plane up in the air. That's crazy, right? Now that's the main way of travel from country to country. So I want us to remember that sometimes within our own self, we could feel super stuck. We could feel like we're just like everyone just doesn't appreciate our ideas or or maybe we could even feel like we're crazy or people can talk about us like we're just we're just, you know, something that is not so positive. But the guess what? Like the 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 factor that holds them all together are thoughts. Thoughts. Thoughts are everything. Everything in the material world first was created with some level of thought. And nothing in our world exists that first hasn't existed in our mind other than what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created, obviously. Like, for example, the trees and the birds and things like that. Of course, that Khaliq, he's our creator. But outside of that, the things that we have actually ended up making. All these, like, look at all these things on Amazon that you could buy, all these tools, all these gadgets, all these apps. Look at all the apps you have in your phone. Those all began with somebody sitting there at a desk going, hmm, I wonder if I can make something that would do this for people. Wouldn't that make their life easier? Right? It's amazing. So the reason I'm saying that to you is because the power of your thought is crazy. Um, when I was growing up, you know, my my mom, she always was taking things apart and putting things back together. We used to joke around. There was a show a long time ago. I don't know. It's going to totally date me right now. But um, MacGyver, if you guys ever heard that song, or they might talk about somebody as a MacGyver, a person who can just like, I remember used to take like pipes and like toothpicks and some like twine and bicycle things and he, he would just make a completely uh, machine that you would never know and he would save the day with his tools and so what I want us to understand is that everything that is a solution we're looking for sometimes um, the elements are all around us but our thoughts are blocking us from seeing the solution like right now you might be in a problem in a relationship with a friend or a spouse or just in, in with your own children maybe you're struggling but the solution might be right in front of you i remember the other day i was looking at my daughter and she was just <laughs> she was just doing her, she's a, she's like my little spitfire she's she's like um she has such a passionate attitude i've never seen a, a 4 year old now she's 4 a 4 year old with just such emotion like she's just like it's incredible so anyway she was doing something the other day and I and she was she was doing something that was honestly irritable and I was starting to get irritated but my my thing that I do is I stop myself I breathe and I look at her and I was just like oh my gosh if I just forget for a minute how irritating what she's doing is doing she's actually just so adorable and so like I realized at that moment I could have got upset I could have screamed at her this instead I was just like you know what I love you come here talk to me what's going on and then she's like well actually blah 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 and you know what like it totally changed the mood in two seconds by just my thought I stopped myself and I shifted my pattern so our thoughts are so important. They shape the world in terms of all the things that we create, but they also shape our own world in what we're doing. And thoughts turn into feelings. And, you know, if you're constantly having negative thoughts every day and you're walking around and you're dealing with people, um, it's going to be really hard to get unstuck. It's going to be really hard to see what you need to do next, your next move. I remember whenever I was in the parts of my life where I was finding it really, really hard to, um, you know, get to the next place, I always felt like it was really hard to make decisions. You ever feel that? Like, you know, like you want to make a decision, but you're not sure, should I do this or do that? Go to this college, go to that college, move to this neighborhood or that, buy this house, buy that car, um, you know, 
um, take this job or not. And I always felt like all my decisions were completely unclear. But when my thoughts were clear, that's when it was just so much easier for me when my life was organized. And guess what, guys? My life was organized when I was closest to Allah. A lot of women, they come to me and they say, Sister, I'm having so much problems with my husband. I'm having so much problems with my mom. I'm having problems with my sister, my kids, whatever. And the number one thing I always ask them first is, How is your relationship with Allah? And the truth is, like, honestly, like 80, 90%, people always tell me, it's not so amazing. It could be a lot better. And I'm like, well, that's where you start. That's where you start. And some people are like, well, I don't have the energy. I don't have the time. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I'm just like, in all honesty, there's the saying, um, whatever you want to make important, you'll make it important. It's just, it's really simple as that. And, and sometimes we don't prioritize. We just, we just kind of have a lot of reasons why we can't do things, right? And um, someone told me a long time ago, you have to ask yourself this question every time you feel stuck and you can't do the next step. And you're like, oh, I can't, I can't. I just fear. You say to yourself, um, I can't or I won't. I can't or I won't. Like, I can't exercise, there's just no time. I can't or I won't. Because maybe if I just woke up 20 minutes earlier before the kids were up, I could actually get that exercise in. Or, you know, and I just, I can't, um, I can't seem to ever get a chance to read. Again, you know, when I read, I read after Fajr. I read after Fajr. You know what? I'm actually recording this at that time. Because there's no way as I'm up, my kids are going to let me do anything. <laughs> that just happens in terms of quiet time. People ask me all the time, how are you able to do this and that? Well, if you watch my magic morning routine, or I think it was my, my um, mindful morning routine. I forget. I put it up on YouTube. It's actually what I do right after Fajr. And so from that time until, you know, my kids wake up about 7 30 or 8 it's my morning time it's also a time of barakah and I get so much done so I encourage you to first pay attention to your thoughts pay attention to your surroundings and understand and harness the power of those thoughts and how much they are driving everything around you and if they're negative you will see negative and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says my I am what my servant thinks of me and so if you're constantly having this negative thought you're going to see everything negative and it's the honest truth there was, um, and you know, the power of thought is so important. And people always talk about the placebo effect. Have you ever heard that? The placebo effect? That, that's that concept of like where you, they used to like tell people, um, you know, something was true or untrue and they would both give a test to them. For example, they'd give one person a pill and say, this pill was going to cure you from whatever problem you have. And it actually had the medicine in it. And the other person would have a, the same pill given to them, but it would be like a sugar pill. It was not really medicinal. It was just the placebo. And so they were, they were both given to it, but because they were both told it was the cure, they would often, you know, many stories and scientists, they talk about these results. Well, one guy actually, um, he was, um, an actual doctor and he went and he was a, a doctor that, uh, Bruce Mosley, he's an orthopedic surgeon and he went and he actually, um, did knee replacement surgery. And in the study of some of his patients that he did this, this double blind placebo controlled clinical trial with them in terms of like, uh, you know, how their surgery went. And some, some people, they got a, a real surgery and some people, they got a sham surgery, meaning they would go through all the motions as if they had a real surgery and the doctors would bring their jackets and they would get the anesthesia and they would sit down and, and everything like that. And they would get these shallow cuts on their knees and they'd be sent home with these protocols 
for painkillers, but actually some of them didn't actually get a surgery and one third of the patients, one third of the patients actually had the real surgery and they experienced the pain relief because the, the knee surgery actually helped. But what stunned researchers was that one third of the patient, patients who actually underwent the quote unquote sham surgery had the same results. At one point during the study, those having the sham surgery actually had better results than the ones who actually got the real thing. And you know, so oftentimes the way we perceive something, the way we think what happened happened, it can shape everything. I have a lot of people talk to me about a lot of pain that they have in their childhood. And they say, you know, oh, because this happened, I can never, you know, be a good mother because my mother did this to me. Or I'm never going to be able to, um, you know, show emotion or heal from this. Thing. And you know what? So much of it is the way that we perceive what happened to us. Now, I have podcasts back. If you go back in my podcast, maybe I'll link some of these below that you can actually rewrite your story. And I actually am about to come out with a, um, a mini course on this for people because so many people have been asking me about this, um, about how to actually get control of your mind and control of your thoughts. So keep an eye out for that. Maybe, um, be some, maybe sometime in July, August, that'll be coming out. And if you can do that, you can take control of your whole life. So the one thing I want you to get from this podcast right now is I want you to understand that to get unstuck from anything, it all starts with your thoughts. Just the same way that beautiful things were created by man with, with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, obviously scientists, engineers, all these wonderful ideas. Look at all these people who designed these beautiful houses and buildings. These were beautiful thoughts in their head and they made them into reality. But so many of us are stuck between our thought and reality because we just can't get over the negativity that we have in our head or kind of the, the tales we've told ourselves. So one thing I do suggest to people is that you start, um, if you can help it, with priming yourself in the morning, this morning time where you get your mind into a positive place before you start the day. I'm telling you, when I do that, like 95% of the time, it works. Maybe on a day when I'm super sick or I'm super icky, it won't work as strongly as the other. But other than that, it's, it's literally a sure thing. So if you're struggling, struggling with negative thoughts, and a lot of you have mentioned to me you are, I would really, really suggest trying that. Now, what I want to explain to you in the last part of this is that the long-term benefits of your thoughts are that they create behaviors. And those behaviors end up adding up to your entire life. Think about it. If every day I, I pick up a healthy food and I put it in my mouth, and I do that day after day after day, What's the reality for me? I have a healthy body. If I have a healthy body, I have avoided so many health issues. If I've avoided so many health issues, I've avoided um, tons of money, spending on doctors and medicine and all these other things. And I want us to understand that when you um, make one small decision every day, like to drink eight ounces of water first thing in the morning, you know, like just to clean out your system or if you, if you to just walk around the block 20 minutes a day. Just that little teeny decision you've made. Many littles, I always say this, many littles makes a lot. Many littles make a lot. And when you add them up, they add up to your entire life. A person who has done these, these small little moves in health, they end up having a healthy lifestyle, a healthy life. But a person, the same person, could choose the opposite and they could put let's say, um, a Whopper in their mouth every day, you know, or something, some, some sugary donuts every day, just a little bit every day, day after day. 
And eventually, what happens? They're going to develop all kinds of health problems and health issues and all types of things like that. So what I want us to understand is that all of our beliefs end up with consequences. Our thoughts and our beliefs end up, I believe that I'm never going to be able to learn this. Well, guess what? The consequence will probably be that you will not learn it because you've already convinced yourself that you can. You're either going to heal yourself or harm yourself with your beliefs. And so what I want us to do and understand by the end of this is that we have to really pay attention to our thoughts and our beliefs, what we tell ourselves. And the fact that we're stuck could greatly, I would bet, very much, I don't want to say 100%, but very much be connected to our beliefs and thoughts. You think you're stuck and you can't move somewhere in your life, but you can. I remember, just I'll tell you this last story, there was one time that I actually thought that I was not going to be able to, I thought I was not going to be able to get this job because it was actually a really, really amazing job and I was Muslim and everybody going for the job was non-Muslim and I was just, you know, it was just highly competitive and it was just like, I would just say it was like a time and attention where Muslims were not, you know, it was not a favorable time for Muslims. So for me, you know, these are times, and by the way, I spoke to so many women who are like, um, you know, I'm never going to be able to get a job. I have to take off my hijab. And by the way, I didn't forget, I'm still going to be coming up with a podcast on hijab because I know that's so important for so many of you. But I know I've been spending so much time on um, working with the the Muslim Marriage Lab, finding a spouse like an expert um, masterclass. By the way, um, if you guys are curious too, I also have, just because so many of you have been messaging me, I, I just remembered here, I might as well mention to you, I also end up having a actual master course. So I have an absolutely free class where I talk about um, all the positive ways that you could shift your the way that you approach um, finding a spouse. It's not like a matchmaking thing. It's not like a dating site or anything like that. It's literally going to tell you how to find a spouse by the sunnah by looking at the four areas that you need to wrap your head around, like personality, compatibility, and all these types. I give you tools, I give you bonuses and all types of stuff. And um, the course itself is like a broader version of the class. So the class I give to everyone absolutely free. I want people to know what you need to know and I lay it all out for them and I tell them some stories and I give them some maybe mini tips but but it comes to down to like the main, main, main stuff. Then I have to actually give you the course with like infographs and videos and everything, you know, just to make sure you have everything that you need. But that's what I want to say. Those people who are taking that right now, who are taking the class, taking the course, they are putting in their head that, you know what? My parents had this type of marriage and I could easily just like drown in the sorrow of like, that's probably what's going to happen to me. But like, there we go with those thoughts and beliefs again, right? And they could very much just end up what we have because we have started to look for a person that looks like our father or looks like our mother because we are um we're just trained that that is what we're going to have so we're naturally gravitating towards those kinds of people do you see how we can do that to ourselves? and so if instead i said you know what i'm not so for myself for example i never thought i was gonna get this job and i said you know what i started to have those negative thoughts i did because that's totally human the human being is naturally going to always want to go into like the flight and response, like we, the fight and flight, you know, just always I'm in danger. I'm in danger. You know, that's the natural state of the human being is to be anxious. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tells us in the Quran. But we fight that by just being aware. Like I said, you know, look around you, be aware of everything you have, be aware of everything you see. I don't know how was it created. Like I started off this podcast and I just want to come full circle here for a minute and say, you know, when you... Um, start to have those thoughts, you have to grab yourself and just simply do what I do. I do like this. Oh, astaghfirullah, a'udhu billah, min shaitanir rajim, 
And then I just think the opposite. So for example, here I was like, I'm never going to be, I'm like, no, I, I trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I have faith in the promise of Allah. Allah promised me he was going to give me khair if I tried hard and I did my best and I was honest and I, and I put my best foot forward and I, you know, I worked really hard to get up to this point in my life. Allah is going to give me khair because he is the most honest. He's the best keeper of promises and I trust him. And I'm going to go in there. Whatever happens, it's going to be the best for me because I trust Allah. See, I just took my thoughts and I flipped them. I didn't have a, you know, and I got the job. I'm just going to, because it was good for me at the time. That's what a lot, and I was, I was like, oh, and I never thought I was going to be able to do it because like I was a very, very high profile job, let's just say. And subhanAllah, that's what you understand. Don't put limits on yourself. Don't put limits on yourself as a person, like as who you are as a person or as, as your, your gender, like, you know, in terms of like, oh, you know, I, I can't do that because I'm not strong enough or because, um, you know, no one's going to let me do it because I'm, I'm a female. I mean, obviously there's, there's always equity over equality and I'll always push that. And I, I'm not talking in of the feminist perspective because that's something different than the Islamic perspective. We have equity. Something is very, very beautiful. I will make a podcast on it soon, inshallah ta'ala. Um, but you have to just say, and I have to say, our thoughts are powerful. And at any time, I can think whatever I want. And when I think whatever I want, I can do whatever I want in terms of obviously within the center, right? But I mean like, you know, like stop limiting yourself. And I need to stop limiting ourselves. One thing is certain. If we don't believe something is possible for us, it won't be period. End of story. The moment we tell our brain, it's not possible. I can't do it. It's not going to work for me. Then guess what? We're 100% right. It's definitely not going to work. We command our brain all the time to think negatively. Let's command our brain to think in a better way, right? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. Start getting unstuck by paying more attention to your thoughts. And by paying more attention to our thoughts, we'll have better actions and a better life, inshallah, bismillah ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, bless you guys. Have a great day. I will talk to you. Have an amazing weekend. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.